0: Hot topic, especially in my Girl Fix Your Thyroid Facebook group that I see all the time. And I also hear it directly from you when I'm talking to you guys on the phone, whether you're my patient or you're thinking about being my patient, this question gets brought up. How do I know that I need thyroid medication or do I need to be on thyroid medication the rest of my life? And then I also hear, you know what, I'm feeling worse. I started thyroid medication that my doctor gave me and I feel worse. So I don't really think I need to be on it. I'm just gonna stop it because I'm feeling like garbage anyways. So let's really break this down. First of all, the big answer I give everyone is maybe. We don't know whether you are going to have to be on thyroid medication based on your symptoms. And we don't know whether you'll have to be on it for life. It's very individualized for each person. So number one, we have to look at what are your labs and do you have Hashimoto's? So scenario number one will be you come to me, you have Hashimoto antibodies, you have had Hashimoto's for quite some time, meaning the destruction of your thyroid gland has been going on for quite some time. Maybe you can date it back and you say, oh, you know, easily 10 years, 20 years, I've dealt with this. I've had symptoms that date back, you know, long before I first had my kid 20 years ago, 25 years ago, 30 years ago. In that case, Hashimoto's has been going on for a while and that destruction of your thyroid gland has been going on for a while. That means that your thyroid gland, there's no way in hell that it's going to produce the proper amounts of T4 and T3 that it once did prior to you having Hashimoto's. There's no possible way. So the thyroid gland, and and I always give this analogy, if I came to your house on a daily basis and I beat you with a baseball bat, promise not gonna do that, but just scenario wise, would you be an effective worker? Would you be good at your job? Would you be a good parent? Would you be a good friend? Would you be a good husband or wife? No. You just wouldn't quite be up to par because you would be beat up. So your production would go down. Same as the thyroid gland. The production of T4 and T3 from that beaten up thyroid gland has gone down over the years. And it just simply is the case that you will need thyroid hormone replacement ongoing because you're replacing those hormones that are no longer being properly made by your thyroid. I also give this analogy for the folks that say, well, I don't want to be on a medication the rest of my life. Well, two things. Number one, you have to think of thyroid medication as thyroid hormone replacement therapy. The medications that I put under that category are your bandage, your statins, your blood pressure medication, the antidepressants. Those all fall under the quote unquote medication category. Over here, we have vital hormones for life and thyroid hormones, T4 and T3 are in those, in that category of vital hormones for life. In addition to your sex hormones, estradiol, progesterone, testosterone, Insulin is a vital hormone for life. Now, here's the, here's the story I always give to those who say, I don't want to be on a medication. First of all, we categorize them into their proper categories. And secondly, I say, well, if you or let's say your child was type 1 diabetic and you or your child required insulin, insulin is a hormone, but it is a medication. Would you say, oh, no, no, no. Because I I don't want to be on medication the rest of my life. I don't want my child to be on medication the rest of his or her life. No, you wouldn't say that because without insulin, you'll die flat out. You're not going to decline an essential hormone that is needed for life. So why are you declining thyroid hormones that are needed for life? Now, listen, if I removed your thyroid gland and I withheld thyroid hormones, would you eventually die? Yes. It would be long. It would be slow. It would be very painful because multitude of organs and systems would shut down that the thyroid gland controls. Same with insulin. You're not going to go without it. Might be a very fast, fast death. I know that sounds so morbid, right? But I want to get this through your head that you are replacing Vital hormones needed for life. So, you need to properly look at this situation and at the different scenarios. And now, just hold on, you might still fall into the scenario where you don't need it, but you have to really reframe your thinking around thyroid hormone replacement. Okay. So, there is that scenario where we would say, listen, you've been dealing with this for many, many years. It's time to replace those hormones that your poor thyroid gland just is not going to make. And no, there's no amount of nutrients or magnesium or selenium or even iodine that is going to bring back your thyroid gland. Yes, you can reduce your thyroid antibodies. So you can use Hashimoto's fixer. You can use low-dose naltrexone. You can go on a gluten-free diet. You can use those things to reduce your antibodies But the destruction has already occurred and we can actually see this on an ultrasound. We can see how your thyroid gland has shrunk. We can see the jagged edges. We can actually see your thyroid gland in a lesser quality shape. So it's just not going to produce T4 and T3 like it once used to. Okay, scenario number two would be you had your thyroid gland removed or you had a partial thyroidectomy or you had radioactive iodine. It is vital that you are on thyroid hormone replacement. I mean, very similar to what we just talked about, about a long, slow death, right? So that is applicable here. It is vital that you are on the right thyroid medication as well. So I don't want to ever hear from any of you that you are on T4 only and you had a thyroidectomy radioactive iodine, or a partial thyroidectomy. If you are, I want you to book a discovery call, book an application call, and come work with me and work with my team so we can actually do the right things for you and get you optimized because that's what you need. Because you are currently with a doctor who knows jack shit about the thyroid. I'm just calling it like I see it. T4 only And a thyroidectomy makes zero sense. And I have said this before, and I will say it again because it never hurts to be repeated. If we take out the gland that once produced T4 and T3, and we take out the gland that is one of the main conversion glands of T4 to T3, and then we give you T4, does that even make sense? Does that sentence even make sense in your world? Absolutely not. And it shouldn't make sense to a medical doctor. And yet it does. So if you are in one of those camps, yes, we have to replace your thyroid hormone, but we have to do it the correct way. And that is going to be a combination of T4 and T3 in whatever combination works for you and is proper for you and your body. There's no one size fits all. I get asked all the time, what's an average dose of T3? There's no average, there's no average. We have to find what combination of thyroid medication, thyroid hormone replacement works for you. And that's what we have to implement. I'm going to give you one more stat before I jump off this particular topic, this scenario. And I said this in a previous podcast, and, and I'm, I'm going to tag onto it. So one stat is 2% only, only 2% of the population of those with hypothyroidism does well, gets optimized and reduces their symptoms on T4 only. of those with hypothyroidism or Hashimoto's do very well, get optimized and reduce their symptoms on a combination of T4 and T3. Now, does that stat cross over to thyroidectomy patients? To those without a thyroid gland, so RAI or thyroidectomy? I don't think so. I'm gonna drop it down to zero. So in... Thyroidectomy, partial thyroidectomy, or RAI. And it could be argued that partial thyroidectomy, you're still producing some. Okay, I like to put you guys in this camp, but if we wanna be really, really statistically significant, we can take that out. We can only look at those individuals that have no thyroid gland whatsoever, total thyroidectomy or radioactive iodine. We can say 0% of those patients are going to get optimized feel well, and reduce their symptoms on T4 only. Whereas 100%, if done correctly in the right amounts, will feel well, get optimized, and reduce their symptoms on T4 and T3. So you can see the importance of thyroid medication there. Now we're moving on to those, maybe you were just diagnosed. And I've had a couple of these scenarios walk through my door. I've worked with a couple of these patients where they were in tune with their body enough Obviously, listening to my podcast, we have a ton of information out there nowadays, as opposed to 10, 15, 20 years ago. So now these younger or even, you know, 30s, 40 year old women, especially guys, we'll give you some love too, but especially women are that are now getting diagnosed have so many more resources at their fingertips that we have a better chance at catching things early. And preventing that 10, 20 or 30 years of destruction of the thyroid gland and 10, 20, 30 years of suffering while being told that they're normal and everything is fine and given the wrong medication. So in those early stages where maybe we're just starting to see the Hashimoto antibodies appear, or maybe they're not even there at all. And we're just starting to see Those thyroid numbers move a little bit. What do I mean by that? TSH still might be below a two. Free T3 is coming in at like a 3.1. It's almost there. Free T3 looks pretty decent. Don't really care so much about it. Free T4, don't really care so much about that. But free T4 looks good. We're really paying attention to the free T3. We look at the reverse. That's an 11, not screaming anything and the patient is just starting to have symptoms, just starting, can we do something to keep her off thyroid medication at that particular point of time? Yes, yes we can. So if there's antibodies present, we can start something like Hashimoto's fixer. We can put her on a gluten-free diet. We can support her immune system, making sure that vitamin D levels are adequate for immunity adding in iodine to really support proper thyroid function and to support immunity. So we can do that right in the beginning. Maybe we do add in a little bit of T2. We add in thyroid fixer just because she's just starting. She's like, ah, I'm just starting with a little bit of weight gain. It's not horrible. I put on probably five, 10 pounds. I know I need to change my diet up, you know, get those off. But now we can add in a little bit of T2 We can add in Hashimoto's fixer. We can support with vitamin D, support with iodine, go gluten-free, check hormones. So we can check all of the sex hormones and especially looking at testosterone because that's very autoimmune protective. Then we can look at insulin and make sure she's not insulin resistant, which also is a marker of inflammation. High insulin is gonna create inflammation that's gonna affect the thyroid. We're gonna look at her estrogen, make sure she's not estrogen dominant that that could be affecting the thyroid. We're going to make sure she's not on birth control because that will tank the thyroid. So we can look at all these other factors and all these other numbers. And if we check the box and make sure everything is optimal, just doing little interventions, no medical interventions, just supplemental, lifestyle, nutritional, then yes, it's entirely possible we can keep that person off of thyroid medication for now. And we're just going to keep monitoring it. She could go her whole life without it, or she might just, you know, go another five, 10 years. And then something happens in life. I mean, even something as simple as a pregnancy, which is a stressor, it's a good stress, but it's a stressor or some major stressors. Like we all tend to hit forties, you know, that's when we're taking care of our parents and we're moving and God forbid, going through divorces, changing jobs, life and shit starts to happen then. And maybe that's when it hits the fan for her. And then the medication comes in, or maybe not. She might make it her lifetime without needing it because it was caught early and interventions were done early. But if you're in one of those camps that things just, they haven't been caught that early and you're really, really down a rabbit hole suffering with symptoms and nobody has helped you and you're not on the right medication, then that's where it has to come in. Now, I do want to address one of the questions that I mentioned in the beginning that I do hear quite often. Do I even need this medication? It's not even working. It's making me feel worse. Well, whenever I hear that, it usually is one of these scenarios. And you can tell me if this describes you, if you're one of those people, let's say they get worse on thyroid medication. Number one, you're on T4 only. You're in that. Grouping of people, and we already know because you're not in the 2%, or you wouldn't be asking, you wouldn't be feeling worse. T4 only is not cutting it. You're in that 98% of all of us that, hey, T4 only doesn't work. You're going to need a combination of T4 and T3. So you're already on T4 only. You're getting worse. It's not working because that in and of itself, as a monotherapy, doesn't work anyways. Number two, you're on T4 only and nobody's checking your reverse T3. And they keep adding more and more and more and your dose keeps going up, up, up. And with every dose change, you get worse. Well, that's because you have conversion issues. And if anybody bothered to check your reverse T3, it would most likely be above a 12, it'd be high. But remember, you can also have conversion issue symptoms long before the reverse catches up to it. In the case of myself, I share this quite often, I am T3 only. If you give me a small amount of T4, I will get worse immediately, quickly, and long before the reverse T3 goes to the point where it crests a 12, and I would say that there would be issues. Now, my symptoms will come on long before that. So it could be that you just keep increasing your T4 and nothing's getting better because you have conversion issues. Another very, very common scenario that I see that I actually made a mini video this week are for those people that are on a teeny little amount of T3 or a teeny little amount of thyroid medication. So first of all, we'll address the teeny amount of T3. So you were lucky enough to learn enough to go back to your doctor and ask for T3. Doctor gives you some T3. You're excited because finally... After years of T4 only, now you have some of this powerful active thyroid hormone to add to the mix and you leave feeling empowered. But unfortunately, that prescription is only for five micrograms once a day. Maybe it's for five twice a day, but there's been no discussion of increasing that T3 ever. There may have even been something said during your appointment that, oh, just so you know, This is as high as I go. I don't go above XYZ micrograms of T3. That's a problem. That's a big red flag for you, by the way. Yes, you got your T3. Go ahead, take it and run. But here's the problem. You're going to take that T3 and you're going to feel better for a short amount of time. And then you're going to go right back to your hypostate and all your symptoms will come back possibly worse than they were. At least you have a little bit of T3 in the mix. But T3 is very powerful. And if given, it will. Now, this isn't the case if you don't have a thyroid, but if you still do have a thyroid that's trying to pump out some T4 and T3, now your TSH is going to become suppressed and there's a negative feedback loop that occurs. Your thyroid gland isn't going to produce any thyroid hormone on its own anymore. So if you were getting a little little sputtering right from your thyroid gland, now you're taking just enough T3 to shut that down, but not enough T3 to optimize you. Now, this is also what we see when someone is given a small amount of armor thyroid, which is very common, 30 milligrams. I've seen 15 milligrams twice a day, I've seen 30 milligrams once a day. I've even seen 30 milligrams twice a day, which is still a very, very low dose and it's still just enough once again to have that negative feedback loop occur. Your thyroid gland stops producing thyroid hormone on its own. It's just enough to shut that down. And it's not enough at all to supplement the thyroid hormones that you need in your body to do their job to run the show, to run your body, to give you a metabolism. So that's another huge issue that I see. And this is why I say over and over again, because it, it amazes me, but it doesn't. I want to say it kind of never ceases to amaze me at the stupidity level that I see out there in the medical system and in functional and integrative. You can't just go to a functional or integrative practitioner And they have that label slapped on them and think that you are going to get proper thyroid treatment. You're not. This is a beautiful, nuanced art. And it takes experience and research and and years of doing this over and over again, seeing cases over and over again, like I have to really dial it in and know what someone needs and get someone on the right path. It is a very, very nuanced art. So if you are with a practitioner, doctor, nurse practitioner, whatever, integrative, functional, and they have you on and you're falling into that category, they have you on this tiny little dose, you're just getting a little bit of T3, you're on just a little bit of armor or a little bit of NP thyroid, you're going to feel worse. I will tell you that. Now, the answer is still, do you need the medication? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because now you've been given enough medication to shut your own thyroid down. You need more and you need the right kind. But for most of you that are falling into the, yeah, you need the medication category, we didn't catch it early enough. No, you're not gonna diet your way into better T3. You're not gonna gut health your way into better T3 either, by the way. So please don't fall for the, we're just gonna heal your gut and your thyroid will be fine. No we're just going to heal your adrenals and your thyroid will be fine. No, it'll help. It's not, it's not going to produce more T3, just healing the adrenals. Might make the T3 work better. You know, that five micrograms that you just got, it's enough for my cat, my dog, your cat. I'm a dog person. So you got the five micrograms, that's enough for my dog or my pinky finger, but it's not enough to run your body. So if you're in that camp, we need to get you out of that camp and on the right treatment program, on the right treatment protocol. But you're probably not going to go back to doing things naturally. You're probably going to need thyroid hormone replacement therapy, which there's nothing wrong with whatsoever, because you are taking and replacing thyroid hormones that are no longer being properly made by your body. And I guarantee you, whether you ask me directly, if you ask any, Any member that is optimized in the Girl Fix Your Thyroid group, they will tell you that you would have to pry their thyroid hormone replacement out of their dead cold hands. There is no amount of convincing that you could ever do to get that person off of their thyroid hormone replacement therapy, nor do they ever want to, nor do they ever want to. Now, are there cases where you might be able to reduce your dose? Sure. Absolutely. There are times when we do use iodine and someone can reduce their total dosage of thyroid hormone replacement, no matter what that is, whether it's bringing down the T4, whether it's bringing down both the T4 and T3, whether it's bringing down the NDT. I don't really consider that a goal. My goal is not to have you on the lowest dose possible. My goal is to have you on the dose that's going to optimize you. But there are cases where we can reduce the dose. When we start diving into the thyroid bioregulators, then you will see that that can actually come in. These bioregulators can come in and balance the thyroid gland. If you wanna read a little bit more, You can go directly to my store, go to fixorsubs.com, and you'll see thyreogen. That thyreogen is what Phil Mikens and I are going to dive into in the next couple of weeks and all bioregulators really. And you will see the description, which is very, very fascinating regarding bioregulators regulating the thyroid gland. So whether you are hyper or hypo, it brings it into homeostasis, kind of like an adaptogen, but on a much deeper level because we're actually affecting gene expression with bioregulators. In that case, when something else is added, then yes, you might find that you need to reduce your dose of thyroid medication. I'm sure there's a story out there of someone coming off of their thyroid medication and feeling fine, but most of the time when someone comes off, they go back on eventually because the symptoms come back. But maybe you have to only go on a tiny little bit. All right, folks, I hope this answers a multitude of questions regarding thyroid medication, thyroid hormone replacement therapy, whether you need it, when you need it, when you don't need it, and why it might be making you feel worse. It's not a bad thing. You just need an adjustment. It should not make you feel worse. You just need an adjustment. And if it does make you feel worse, you need a big adjustment because you should be feeling better and be getting optimized as you step through this journey of optimizing your thyroid and getting proper treatment. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you loved it. And as always, if you would be so kind to leave a review, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, that would be absolutely amazing. I read all of them. Also, anything that you hear on this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat any kind of medical condition. So we always recommend that you check with your medical provider, your doctor, your nurse practitioner, before implementing anything that you hear on this podcast. And if you want to find out more about working together, you can click the link below in the show notes to book a discovery call. And there you'll be talking to a member of my team. They are an extension of me. They are amazing. And you and I will talk after that, once we get you all signed up and you and I get to work together. All right, I hope to see you soon.